Welcome, Tommy, to the Box of Random Podcast, where kindness is like a gun. You should have seen Tanner's face. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> you should have seen Tanner's face. Okay, right now, comment what you think that means. We'll explain later. Well, I'll explain later. And I'll have a few questions. <laughs> comment what, or at least write it down if you want to comment something in addition. Like, okay, say, I can't get, like, any audience participation, not even on Facebook. Yeah, not even Tadpole, who talks with us about it. We're trying to get these things to be including the audience because I think that would be a lot of fun. We like you guys. <gasps> sort of. Well, it depends on, like, the minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, these chairs are creaky. They haven't been for a long time. Yeah. Mine's not. Yours just is. We it's the blood. Chairs. It's the blood. Blood. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, is the gun pointing at you or at them? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> is there a ricochet? Are we in a yeah. wind tunnel? I'll explain what? later. So, today, we've got Tanner Theta and Paris Me. See, your name is like the biggest joke and you never say it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so happy birthday to me. Da 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 da. What? Happy birthday to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it didn't sound like that, so I was totally off on what the crap. Um, uh, maybe it was just a fanfare. But <laughs> But, so, uh, the day we upload this will be my birthday. Um, however, we are recording the day before my birthday, which is Prime Day! Yay! Nothing I've been really interested in this year. Yeah, that was a little disappointing. I've been looking, and they're still doing deals for the day, but I haven't found anything particularly of a note. The first year, he got, like, three wedding rings. <laughs> they were cool. They were. They had, like, Celtic knot designs. Yeah. And I they got some really, cool. really nice sunglasses. Yeah, so if you ever want to see some really cool designs, look at the Celtic knot, uh... Yeah. Like a Celtic knot design, uh, the one he has is on a ring. Three of the ones he has are on rings. They're all different, too. <laughs> yeah. Isn't one of them like a Celtic dragon knot type thing? I think thing? that's what it was called. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a really cool design. So, that was really cool. As I've said. Uh, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. Uh, and I got a uh, two-faced watch. So it told... Oh, yeah. yeah remember? Yeah, I remember that. It was a nice watch. I got it for like $60 when it sells for like 200 was it? Yeah, it was some yeah. crazy number. And so... It had two different watch faces on the front, because uh, the back was the battery, you know, as always. Mm. Uh, but it had two different watch faces on the front. I had one set to local time, and then I had one set to uh, Japan time, because Japan time. We're nerds. And I actually did have a reason, I'm just not allowed to say why, because it's... Gives, yeah, because it gives out personal it's information. gypsy curse. Oh, gypsy curse. Gypsy okay, curse. gypsy curse. It was yeah. the time until the gypsy curse activated. Is all of Japan time ever. Yes. When Japan time catches up with American time. They're ahead. Yeah, all the way around. Oh, okay. So once they're a year ahead, or once they've gone Definitely. to infinity and then caught back up? One of those things. Okay. It's a very poorly worded curse. <laughs> I love gypsies. Uh. <laughs> it's like on Maleficent, remember that one? And she's like, loved by all who know her. It's like, come on, you just ruined your own curse. You're knowing her. Yeah. You know her. You just ruined your own evil plan. You're a bad villain. Mm-hmm. Bad villain. Indeed. So I've been looking at animation. Like, doing okay. animation stuff. And it's weird. Because a lot of the animation programs, all it is, is taking parts of an image and moving those specific parts. It's mm. not as, like... So, what happens is you go, you take an image and you put it into an animation program, okay. like Blender or... Um, there were a couple others. I think one was called, like, Stencil, one was Pencil, one was um, Spire or something like that. They started with a lot of S's. But, so, <laughs> and so then you... Define a skeleton for the um, for for the image, and so then 
each frame, you just move the skeleton and the program will rotate. Alter the image. Mm -hmm. Alter the image. So the actual coding behind it is actually pretty complex, but the idea is very straightforward and very simple. So, okay. uh, it's actually, so if you want to do an animation, I'm no good at it, but yeah. <laughs> um, and so backtracking a little bit, because it's us, we do what we want. <laughs> backtracking a little bit. Welcome, Tommy, to the, <laughs> not quite what I meant, but so it's second week. So this is like theories, upcoming events, uh, and then just us talking about it. Uh, we have no theories, however, we're discussing a little <laughs> yeah. bit about uh, doing a... No theories. Uh, well, okay. To bring up right Yeah. Now. You know what I meant. <laughs> you know what I meant. Hopefully. I hope you don't think that but poorly of us. But um, so, but we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and we might do an episode on what on changes to the Breath of the Wild story, and we might like narrate a Breath of the Wild story that would be good. Well, well not really narrate, but outline. give an overview. Oh, I, I have thought of this. I have a fair amount of detail for what would have made the story good. Yeah. And, and I have a tragic backstory for a certain pants with one defense. <laughs> And, okay, and another thing is, uh, I just want to touch on this really quick because uh, we, we got a couple complaints. We are not complaining about Breath of the Wild. We are hypercritical because it is a wonderful game and there's not much to pick at, so we're hypercritical well, just so that we can critique it. We're not complaining. Knowing that it could have been next to perfect. Yeah. If they had, especially if they had a different story. Oh, yeah. It's the biggest part. We keep bringing this up over and over and over. But it, it, it really is really a wonderful is, game. That's the only bad part of the game. Mm -hmm. The rest of it's very good. Okay, I was trying to bring this up last week, yesterday, but Brogan kept interrupting. And one of my favorite songs, one of the only things I really don't like about the music in Breath of the Wild, is it's hard to trigger some of them. Oh, yeah. Like, one of my favorites plays in the mountain snowy areas, but you have to be in a certain area with no enemies, and it helps if you're underground in one of those crevice things. And it's a really, really good song, but it rarely plays and it's hard to trigger. Yeah. Uh, my favorite song was one that triggered in Hyrule Field. I have no idea what the requirements were, like what region. It was just somewhere in Hyrule Field. It wasn't yeah. Men's, wasn't, uh, I think it was in the Plains, the Central Plains. But it was one of the coolest songs in the game, and it still felt very atmospheric. It was still in the background, but it just added a lot of presence to it. Yeah. And that was wonderful. I love the music, and that's what I hear people complaining about. <laughs> and then 15 had one of the, Final Fantasy 15 had one of those songs where it, only triggered after a certain amount of time in the field, walking around and doing things. But for my entire first playthrough, I didn't walk around much because it was so slow. I used the chocobos or the car. But then on my second playthrough, I got the stamina ring thing where you can yeah. run endlessly. And I got to hear that song a way more. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. So, music is... Music is... People underestimate how much music adds to a game or how much it can detract from it. The sound design. Yeah. Um, some of the creepiest moments in games is made because they have great music throughout the game, and then it's just silence. Yeah. Still uh, remember Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Trigger is the one you always bring up for that point. Because that's the one I really took note of the first time. That boss through the, I think it was right before the Black Omen area. I'm not sure. I never played through yeah, Chrono Trigger. But it's the guy in the giant crater with the two hands you can attack and his body. And you go into the area and the music cuts. It's silent and you walk up and the boss fight starts and you have all the sound effects, but there is no music and it's so tense and creepy and And awesome. if you don't know, Chrono Trigger is one of the games with a very, very, very present soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, the music stands out. That's one of the big things about the game. There's an entire app dedicated to just the music. <laughs> and so if you don't know, the music is one of the big parts of the game and it's with you the entire game. And then, so when it's gone... It's, it's unnerving when that's something that's been with you and builds the atmosphere so much it just disappears. Yeah. Um... 
And there was another scene like that that I can't remember right now, and it's really bugging me. But um, they were looking for something, or they were doing something, and there was no music, no sound whatsoever. And I feel like it was a cartoon. Um, if anybody has any ideas, go ahead and post them. Uh, let me see. Feel uh, free to put down more than one comment, by the way. Oh, yeah. If you already put one down, don't be like, oh, no, I put one down. We, we want audience participation because a lot of how um, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, the places that we have this up as a podcast, how they uh, determine which ones should be advertised more is how many comments they get. <laughs> how many comments, how many ratings, how many reviews. So whatever you can give us, great. And plus, just, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, we want this to be fun for you guys, not just us talking. We want to have a community, because I want to build this into a business. <laughs> like a big business. Make the box of random be a like a Thanks. company tag instead of a podcast. A podcast. Yeah, that would be fun. That's that's kind of like my ultimate goal right now. <laughs> that's the end game. So. Um Voltron. Oh yeah, Voltron. Season three comes out August fourth. Yeah. August I'm so 4th. excited. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't finished season two. <laughs> uh, but I'm getting there. Getting there, getting there, getting there. So, um, it's, it's so good. And then Young Justice three, season three has been confirmed. Someday, just but probably a few years. I don't think they've honestly. even given like a time frame. They've they just haven't said, given a teaser trailer, a year, or anything. They're just like Young Justice season three. It will happen. Just like Metroid Prime four. Yeah. They're just like, look, it's a thing. I think everyone's they, freaking I out. Think like they gave a year, 2018. I think did they just said eight, 2018. Okay, I missed that. I thought they did. I mean, they might not have, but I thought they did. Okay. They did it for Metroid Prime. It was just <gasps> Metroid Prime 4. Yoshi! <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so. Um, hmm. Today feels a little bit like a slow episode, and you can probably hear Avery yelling in the background. Yeah, we asked them to be quiet, but they are not good at that. But they are them, so. <laughs> okay, so Final Fantasy IX. Okay. It's ridiculous. The story progresses in such a weird way. They burst. Well, not only that, but things at the beginning seem totally unrelated to the things at the end. Like, at the beginning, the the biggest thing that you get that relates to later on in the story is that Garnet's mom is a dirtbag. That's it. That's, like, the only thing that pertains from the very beginning of the game. <laughs> and then it goes from kidnapping a princess to trying to figure out why her mom is evil and what the crap she's doing to going between dimensions and discovering you're a vessel of souls. And, and that's about as far as I've gotten. And it progresses so weirdly. But the way they do it, the way they tell it, is honestly captivating. Because even though it develops so weird, and I'm not complaining about it, I'm actually kind of praising it, because it does did something really, really weird, and it made it work. Because I love the story. That is my favorite Final Fantasy game. And that's the one where... Uh, partly because it's the first one I played, and partly because it has really good character development. It has dynamic characters, even in the side stories, and um, it's just a really fun dynamic within the group because uh, everybody respects Zidane, but none of them really show it except for Garnet, Vivi, and Steiner. Those, or sorry. Steiner. Freya, not Steiner. <laughs> but Steiner constantly uses the excuse of he's just watching the princess. Um, Amaranth is constantly using the excuse, I just want to know why you beat me. And uh, Q, Quinna, we named her Fat Face. Uh, Quinna is, she doesn't really care one way or the other. She just wants to go and eat yummy food. Quinna's weird. She's, she is, 
unclear whether it's actually a she. Now, I consider the protect girls working on her as confirmation. Okay. <laughs> Zidane considers her a girl, thus she is a girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, and so, it's just a really interesting dynamic within the party, and you don't get a lot of that in most other games. Yeah. Um, Even most other stories. Yeah. So, that was something <laughs> that really pulled me in, was the dynamic between the characters. Okay, so, we had a conversation a long time ago, talking about characters and stuff, kind of brought it to my mind. But we were talking about how I don't get why so many people like Aerith from Final Fantasy oh, VII. Yeah. Like, when she died, it wasn't sad, it was frustrating because we just got her the diamond staff. It was like, come on! I was angry, I wasn't sad. You, but I never liked her anyway. And so Tanner was like, well, to be fair, she is one of the stronger Final Fantasy women. Wait. No, she's not. Because <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, no, there's Tifa in the same game. And then there's Garnet, and I mean, even she's better. And then Aiko there's Seiko, yeah. Um, Freya, Quinna, Freya's Beatrix. Awesome. Um, there's, and then there's uh, Renoa. Freaking Terra. Yeah. One of the most powerful beings in the world. Yeah. So then I was like, no, that's not quite right. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I have no idea then. So it's because they think she's pretty. I guess. I mean, it was like, what was that, 32 bit graphics? Uh, it was early polygons. Yeah. So it was just okay. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, they all looked pretty ugly. It was really cool. Like, I was a little kid, and even I could tell that those were really good graphics for this big of a game when it came out. And But it was just, they all looked kind of ugly still. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, also, apparently, a lot of people were confused at how Cloud's Buster Sword stays on. And it's magnets. It's like, was that not clear? <laughs> I, that was what I thought of. And... Apparently, in some concept art people found, it does show the magnets on it, strap on his back. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> strong magnets and a strong arm to be able to pull him off from that angle. Have you ever tried pull... Okay, so I'm sure a lot of you have, like, as kids, you've, like, put, like, a stick or something down the back of your shirt and pulled it out to feel good, to feel really cool. Have you ever noticed how hard it is to pull it out from that angle? Your arm doesn't work like that. Uh, when he was announced for Smash Bros, which is still so cool. Yeah. I, I remember playing Melee, specifically talking to our brother about how awesome it was would be to have Cloud in Smash Bros. And, but that's never gonna happen. And it did. But uh, he was like, how does he swing the sword like that? It's so huge and un like, come on. And I told him magic. <laughs> like, really, actually, it's magic. Oh. <laughs> Not just saying that to BS you, it's magic. Yeah. Um, but... One of the reasons that I was really excited for Cloud to be in Smash Bros, because that meant that it would start opening up the door for other Final Fantasy characters to be in there, like Zidane or Vivi. And Freya would be a really cool one to have in yeah, there. she's so cool mechanically. Yeah, and have her uh, Final Smash be a jump, do the or, jump attack. Or, or her Dragon Sigil, that would be awesome. Cherry Blossom actually does more damage. Well, does it look as cool? Uh, it doesn't it, matter in a different game <laughs> That's true. I haven't seen Cherry Blossom in a long time. Cherry Blossom still looks pretty cool, but... Depending on who you ask, it's a toss-up as to which one is better graphically. Okay. So, um, I prefer Cherry Blossom. It sounds like you prefer Dragon Crest. I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay. Uh, I think Avery prefers Dragon Crest, so... Because he keeps using it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, so... Whew. And then, what else? You started playing Crash Bandicoot yeah. Warped. Crash Bandicoot 3, because of the remake just got released, and I 
don't have it, so I just felt like playing Crash. Uh, was it for Warped or was it for the original? Original 3. Oh, the original. Oh! Yeah. The Insane We now need a PS4. Well, we needed one. Well, I mean, of course we need the games on there. Seven's gonna be on there. Kingdom Hearts is gonna be on there. There's a lot of other games on there that aren't coming to mind right now, but are awesome. Uh, and then we also need an Xbox One for Anthem. Just Anthem. Just Anthem. <laughs> like that. Legitimately, because Scalebound got canceled, legitimately, Anthem is the only thing I care about on the Xbox One. I mean, I guess, um... I mean, there are other games I would buy if I had one, but not things I would buy a console for. But Shazam, he has an Xbox One, so we could play with him if we got that. Yeah. But I think Anthem and playing with him would be the two biggest reasons to get. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess Haystack also has an Xbox One. Okay. So. Okay. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I remember talking with him about Warframe, trying to see if the, he kept calling it an X-Bone, which is apparently what it's being called in pop culture. But Weird. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so he was like... Uh, he was okay. bragging about how he got his X-Bone and all this stuff. And so I was like, do you have Warframe on? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, do you think it's cross-compatible? Because I have it for the PC, so maybe we can play together. Turns out it's not, because Microsoft and Sony have to approve all the updates before yeah. they go through. And I mean, it makes it sense. It takes a while. It makes sense. Um, and it's an adaption thing. It's a big, long chain of events. But and I mean, it makes sense why. It's just too bad. Yeah, it's just a little disappointing. Um, so, and then let's see what else. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. We finally got that to work on our computers. They changed it to make it more, less strain on the hamster. <laughs> yeah, getting out the of power. Wheel. Yeah. Um, it's hamster wheel. Yeah. Hamster wheel. Hamster <laughs> wheel. I love that, that series. Um, oh, right. Speaking of random references to series, we still have nobody that has guessed our quote from the, like, the second episode. Yeah. Um, so, just in case you forgot, which obviously you did, um, it's... Tommy. <laughs> Belgium, 1981. I know everything except Belgium, 1981. So, and obviously that's not the expression in the voice. Uh, if you want to hear the expression in the voice, then go and check out Find the it. other episode. I think it is episode two. I it's episode two. one or two. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what we titled that one, but it's the second one from the bottom. The one with like four parts. The second one is the third and final second episode. Right. Third and final. That would, you would think that would be the most memorable name for it. <laughs> but, okay. Um... What was I talking about before we... Ugh, darn pennies. Here's um, of the Storm. Here's of the Storm, right. Hamster Via! So I, I started out playing just different heroes here and there. Um, I played like Raynor, uh, Muradin, Jaina, um, and Serial, so on and so forth. And so, but ever since I heard about the game, I have always been wanting to play Lost Vikings. Those are like the only heroes that I really wanted to play. And so uh, I... They gave me a thousand free gems just because. And I think it's left over from like the very beginning of the game when they gave it a thousand free gems to everyone. So I bought them with those, with the gems. And oh my goodness, they are so much fun. <laughs> In a fight by themselves, they're not that strong. They're not strong fighting, but they're strong mechanically. Like, because the game is all point based. It's uh, capture points, objective points. It's mostly point based. Um, In order to destroy their base. Yeah. In order to destroy their base. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I play MOBAs as a hobby. I go between a whole bunch of them, so... And our microphone is a little bit heavy. It's getting depressed and sinking down to the floor. Okay. Still. It, it's still doing it. Like, we'll edit this out. You don't understand me. You At can't. least it's not expressing itself through music. Yet. Uh, okay, maybe I won't edit that part out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so... It feels really good to play The Lost Vikings, and have one of them capturing a point, and then having one fight, and the third coming from behind for a gank. 
It feels so good to do that. See, I've played a few characters. I think not a lot. Recently, since it started actually working on our computers, uh, I've played only Lily and Abathur. I was not great at Lily, but I got MVP as Abathur. Yeah, he's good as Abathur. And with his mini parasite, when I'm playing Lost Vikings, if I have them as a group, then basically I get two parasites and it's wonderful. Yeah. I like I Abathur. They're, they're not parasites, they're symbiotes, but yeah. I call them parasites. I like Abathur mm. because me. I can profit from my teammates' skill. <laughs> I'm not great at those games anymore. I used to be pretty good. I could keep up with Tanner and Tadpole and such. Like, I was a lower level without a rune page, and I was doing fine with them because I played Lulu, and she's the best. <laughs> she, like, perfectly matches my playstyle. It was amazing. It was, like, a 0.9 to 1.1 match. It was great. And then now, the only one I can play so far... I tried Zarya, but I was kind of okay. The only one I can play so far is Abathur, which is funny because he's very hard. Yeah. But... It's funny that he is very hard because you don't have to worry about moving around and dodging things. Yeah. Um, you just have to watch the map all the time. And apparently I'm good at that. <laughs> and then Cho'Gall is another fun one. Shoot. Yeah. Tanner I haven't played him yet. He's funny. Okay, it was super funny that Tanner was the Lost Vikings. And every time he got into combat and I was there, we crushed him. Oh, yeah. This no, was the game I was MVP. No, that was when you were Cho'Gall. Was it? Was it? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think one so. One of these... Well, both of them. Yeah. Like, I would jump around the map all over the place, and everywhere I was, we won the team fights. Oh, man. And then I just mutated a minion and won the game. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out a good talent path for the Lost Vikings, though, because they're really hard ones to talent for. But, so, 30-minute uh, mark or 20-minute mark if you're on any of the podcast sites. So, episode mark. Uh, episode mark, there we go. Part um, mark. Part mark. Are we going to have second part, do you think? Section mark? Probably. Okay. Um... So, uh, follow us on, or I guess it's not following on, well, it is following on Facebook, isn't it? So, follow us on Facebook, it's just facebook.com slash boxofrandompodcast, I believe. I'm not sure if I have the podcast in there or not. Um, but, so, <laughs> we'll have a link to it in the description, uh, if you can, support us on Patreon. Uh, again, it doesn't cost much, and it's a monthly thing, and, um, you can, Every penny you can cancel it any time. the podcast. Yeah. Everything you donate will go back into the podcast so we can get you better content. Um, so if you can't go support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash boxofrandom. Again, we'll have a link in the description. Uh, head on over to part two and we will see you there. Bye.